Hello, this is Max Gredenchik, that's Rom from Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to Trekmate. Oh, Rom. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. Hello, my name is Jude Hawkins. Wow, long time no speak. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, it's uh, strange, but as I say, I'm very happy to be back. It's amazing to have you back. And yes, Jude has uh, come back to join us. We thought that we, seeing as it's the first episode back together, what we would do is we would do a watch-along. So we'd do a real-time review of the classic Way of the Warrior. This is not just for you lovely Patreon people, it's for everyone. It's for everyone. That's it. We thought it'd be nice to just chill out, watch an episode of Trek together, and uh, a, a double episode. A double episode. So you, if, if you're up for getting... it, I presume that's what we were doing anyway. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm looking for. You can't watch half of Way of the Warrior. No, no, no. That's sacrilege. In uh, fact, I I was sort of surprised and then not surprised to see that. On Netflix, it is a double episode. It is mm-hmm. one hour and 33 minutes. They haven't put it as two different parts. And I was like, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how it was presented years ago on uh, VHSs and whatnot. You, you'll know the answer to that. Uh, I have a feeling that it's presented the same way as this. Mm. I have a feeling. Yeah, I it's don't so much th- cooler. Why not? Why not do that? Yeah, I don't think with double episodes they did show one episode and then stop it, have the other episode. The only time that they would do that is if the double part was split over two VHSs, like they had one episode and then part one of like that one. But mm-hmm. no, I think where the warrior was presented in this same way. So yeah, and very cool. Yeah, because idea. you've been going through uh, Deep Space Nine uh, rewatch. Is is this roughly where you're up to at the moment? It's exactly where I was up to. I um, um, about two months ago, I guess I was doing. I kind of, I, I was really enjoying Voyager. Um, in, in fact, I was doing a little bit of Voyager. Like I've been guilty of that in the past as well, where I'm watching two at the same time, even if they're not running along the same time in their worlds. But um, I ended up watching more of. Uh, Deep Space Nine than I was Voyager, just because I needed the cheering up and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. 
But then I just oh. stopped. I, I've just moved house about a month ago, which I'll talk about more another time. But um, but I just got up to Way of the Warrior right before I moved. And then I think I must have had it in my head from a month ago. Like, oh, that'd be quite good to do as a watch along. And rather than watch it again for the first time in years, maybe. Yeah, it will be years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then watch it a second time, like only weeks later i thought no i'll just save it so um so yeah i've been looking forward to tonight for several reasons for for a few weeks at least absolutely no i i've been really looking forward to uh getting back to record uh with yourself and uh it's a brilliant episode too i think i'm trying to remember how long ago my ds9 what rewatch was maybe maybe two years ago maybe two i I know the pair of us are biased um yeah but I think it's very fair to say that, you know, like season three of Deep Space Nine really stepped it up. I, I, I love all of Deep Space Nine personally. Like I know it, season one gets some criticism, but I still love it. I love it all. But like yeah. it, it it took a while for the for the newer guys, Ira, Stephen Bear and friends, you know, to mm-hmm. like really be past the reins by the other guys, the Rick Bermans and and stuff you know to say like okay show show us what you can really do and that was really happening in season three and like you get bald-headed cisco bearded cisco right at the end and it's like this is this you know this was a good show which is like turning into a great show and like season four is almost it's been a while since i've watched it but it's it's like i don't know like like I said, they're just being given the reins to to really show what they can do, and I don't. I think I heard like behind the scenes, they weren't really bothered about having the Klingons come back. That mm-hmm. that was something that was maybe forced on the the writers of Deep Space Nine, but it doesn't doesn't uh, harm it. it. It it only makes it better, really. But uh, anyway, that's we can talk about that no. once we get going. But yeah. No, definitely. You're definitely right, though, because uh, funnily enough, um, with uh, with DS9 as a kid, season one and season two did not click with me with DS9. Rewatching it now, I love it. Absolutely mm. love season one and two, and uh, it, I really enjoy it. But for me, uh, because I tried episodes of Deep Space Nine, and I thought they were okay. I, but it didn't grip me. But Way of the Warrior was my in with Deep Space Nine. I know. I know it was because I've listened to so much Trek. I was just saying that before we came on about getting to know people through podcasts before you've even met them. and I know that's yeah. the case with yourself. Oh, I'm just retelling old stories. Oh, no, no, point. no. It's fine. No, no. I like it. No, it's good. You never uh, know when okay. someone's jumping on board on the on the pod. Exactly. It's, it, it, each episode is someone's first episode. And for me, if if anyone doesn't know, I was a TNG kid, but all those years ago, I just didn't do the DS9 and Voyager thing because I kind of missed the beginning. And I remember seeing little clips of episodes and I was just like, these look really good. But if I'm going to watch these, I'm going to watch them from the beginning. And back in the late 90s mid 90s it wasn't Mm -hmm. easy to do that like you know i was tight 
there's a <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to go buying loads of VHSs and stuff like that. I just thought, you know, it needs to be accessible to me, yeah. which obviously um, Netflix and DVDs also uh, years later was. Just... So I didn't really get to experience them until a young adult. Yeah. Well, um, that's the thing. And now everything is just ultra accessible. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm so glad. So before we ramble on too long, shall we yes. uh, get this show on the road? Uh, Let's. Jude and, I have... and, then, and then I apologize in advance to anyone who's not listened to a Wayne and Jude <laughs> watch along, because sometimes we're guilty of like only talking about it for about... 10 minutes of the watch along and the rest of the time we're talking about God knows what, but uh, I think because I've not seen it in a while and I'm really looking forward to it. Like we might be talking about the subject matter more uh, this mm-hmm. time around. I'm I'm sure if we go off target, I'm sure Matt will let us know yeah. <laughs> just how far we've gone off target. So yeah. Uh, and in, in advance, sorry, Matt and all yeah. the Matt's out there in the world. <laughs> All the maps, not just Warwick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jude and I are both watching this on Netflix. Uh, we've got yes. it uh, paused at zero, zero, zero. Yeah. Uh, so, Jude, would you like to do the honours? Yes, I will do. Are you ready on your end, mate? I am good to go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So in memory of those guys. Rick Duffy. So Stisco looking super cool and Kira looking super dodgy. That might be a dodgiest haircut, I think. No, that might be Mm. episode one of season one, actually. Yeah, this is definitely not her best. No. But I tell you what, I think as soon as they... uh, Changed Cisco to like the bald head and beard. It just added so much to his character. You, you wouldn't think that just like those small changes would. But no, and I know Matt's going to hate me immediately for saying this, but it, it's like wrestling, where if you let someone, an actor or a wrestler, be themselves a bit more, be comfortable in their own shoes, like it helps with the role. It helps with the character and like. Um, Avery Brooks has gone on record as saying he didn't like it. he didn't like not having his beard and his bald head, which he had in normal life. Mm-hmm. He had to shave the goatee off and grow his hair like, back in for the role. Because yeah. the, the higher ups thought that uh, it would scare the general population off having a bald headed, bearded black man. Yeah, it's nonsense, isn't it? Like if that's yeah. if, that, if that's how he likes to look, then. Let him and yeah, like so like we both just sort of said, it just looks so much cooler. Yeah, absolutely. This was such a great opening, though. Just like like the like when you when I first watched Way of the Warrior and thinking that they were really hunting down a changeling. Mm-hmm. It's like no, at this point it makes sense that they're just having loads of drills all the time. It's very cool. Very cool intro. Yeah, like, it's like like we said before we even started. Like they've really stepped things up story wise on the DS9. Like shit's got real sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and also, 
I've turned the volume down on mine because we're slightly out of sync with our episodes. So I just I'll just turn it down because I've got subtitles on. Oh, okay. But that's okay. I'm not I'm not going to start trying to correct it now. Yeah, why did you think I was ahead? You was behind. My sound is ahead of yours. Oh, can you hear mine badly? No, 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 no. It's fine. No, I've just turned mine right down now. It, it's fine. I, I'm I'm happy with it because I've okay. got the subtitles no, on. I was... So I can I can turn it down a bit. No, no, don't worry about it. Me if I... Yeah. What did you think of Cassidy? As a character. The, the the first time round, I wasn't a fan, but I think everybody in Star Trek, like second, third, fourth time round, they grow on me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't think I liked her that much the first time I saw her, but I like her now, especially now that she's in uh, Orville as well. Yeah, I think for me, first time around, it felt like they were like just it 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 felt like an unnatural sort of relationship. But I definitely, I really uh, love the relationship between Cassidy and Cisco. Mm. Oh yeah, like, she's uh, definitely nowadays. grown on me. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned this on the pod years ago. Uh, some people get this reference and maybe find it amusing, but I think one reason I didn't like her the first time I saw her is because I'd actually watched the actress. Um, I forget her name, but um, she is in several series of uh, the program Twenty Four with Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. She is the first lady, so she's the uh, president of the United States' wife. Mm-hmm. But somehow, even though she's that, she's really evil, and she always she's a bitch. You know, yeah, she's a bitch. You know, she does some really horrible stuff. It, you know, it's great acting. Penny, mm-hmm. it's Penny something, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So she's so horrible in that. But like when I saw, because I didn't see this until after. It was wasn't long after actually. But um, I was just like, no, she's lying, Cisco. Don't trust her. She's up to something. But obviously she she never. Well, she's only lying about one thing. Well, that's the thing. At, at the beginning, like when they introduce Cassidy, she is a bit of a sketchy character. Mm. She has got a bit but of this a, like, just. So desperate by that point. <laughs> Go on, and Jake. Balls galore. Yeah, I'll take whatever you got. <laughs> but no, which is oh, surprising. Can I just say, after just watching season three again, I still can't believe after all these years, like the episode where Jake's with that Dabo girl. Like, oh. I just still can't believe that. Yeah, he's like supposed to be sixteen or something. She looks like at least. 21 or something. Yeah, and it's like the cleavage. Just it's just shocking. Go on, Jake, my son. Yeah. Yeah, you do kind of think that. At the same time, you you expect um, Ben Cisco to be like, "Fucking hell, Jake, calm down. (laughs) It's your first time round. What are you doing? Trying to give me a heart attack." Oh, yeah, but uh, it's a hard situation because, yeah, no, I I don't know. In that situation, you want to be protective, but at the same time, you think, well, if I was 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
No, but it's good though. It's 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 good story because Cisco, you know, as commander at that time, is uh, you know, that's his job to not judge a book by its cover and treat everyone yeah. equally. That's, you know, there's even more of that going on with DS9 than there was with TNG. Yeah. This was such a cool scene to see for the first that is time. Very cool. Yeah. Just, it's cool now. Yeah. Just that many Klingon vessels. Because the thing with. That TNG, is Martok it, in that scene, isn't it? It was Martok, yeah. I'm not That's sure if he's meant to be a changeling at this point. Is he? Yeah. Oh. I'm yeah, I'm because they have to go and rescue someone, don't they? Is that in Martok? In season then? five, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That is really, like, really good future planning by the writers. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Because that's the thing. I'm trying to remember how long Martok was in um, uh, in that uh, prison. Because whether he would have been a changeling this early on or not. But... Yeah. Oh no. So I think he probably is. I'd completely forgotten, but I think you're right. I'm gonna do what we always do on. Oh, that's me. cool. Suddenly seeing Worf's name and the titles. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. You, I think I've spoken to you about this before, but that does fascinate me. And I have actually. I think I told you. I've been reading some old Star Trek magazines, which I didn't buy firsthand. I bought them from like charity shops and stuff, but. It is interested seeing in there, like people talking about this, uh, these mm -hmm. episodes and season four and the addition of Worf, Michael Dorn. And some people are just so happy about it, and so people, some people are so pissed off. And it's like mm -hmm. I just don't understand the ones that are peed off about it. It's like why? Why wouldn't you be happy for this already established characters like coming over, like? Like, I know, 9 well, out of 10 thing. people, if not more, will have already loved TNG before you're watching DS9. Like, who was watching DS9 going like, oh, I didn't like TNG, but... You know what I mean? I can imagine... It, it, I know they've mentioned it, like, on the documentary and stuff, but there must have been some feeling of resentment about them bringing uh, Michael Dorn over. You, what, you mean by the cast or something? By the cast. Mm. Like feeling like, what? Well, do they not feel that we're good enough to? I think do I it felt on that a little bit. My first watch around, like you know, this is already a good show. Does it necessarily need it? But it's like, well, as long as he doesn't take over it, like Seven does in Voyager, like, mm -hmm. and I don't think he does. I, I think he just adds to it. Like when I when I did my recent watch through of season one to three all the way through. Not once did I think like, oh, Worf's coming soon. I just didn't think about it. I don't really care that he's coming. But when he gets there, it's like it doesn't doesn't ruin it. Just improves it. I don't know. Oh no, definitely. Um. Okay. Researching. It. Uh, I'm uh, trying to figure out how early on uh, General Martok was replaced. Um. Penny Johnson. It doesn't. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. No, it doesn't specifically say. Uh, I got Robert. Oh no! No no! It does. 
What are you two Where doing? Uh, I'm telling you the Klingons are up to something. Come down. I'm just the trying to figure out what allies. year like where the warrior uh, in universe year. There's something up with the Klingons. Captain Sisko will find out about it. Uh, this was because I have a feeling at this point he is already according to this because he got replaced in mid 2371 and yeah it looks like he was at this point already a changeling yeah well that that's clever writing and you know clever in storyline of the changelings like you wouldn't guess here Mm -hmm. with, with this scene he's cutting his hand open yeah no definitely because um in early 2371 is thomas Riker uh steals the defiant so definitely by mid 2371 that's way of the warrior do you know what i'm also noticing with this scene martok's got two eyes yeah yeah no well when did he, that happen? Uh, he, he lost his other eye uh, in the internment camp. I appreciate your gesture. Oh, okay. Not sure it's necessary. Yeah. So, so that that kind of just proves it right there then. Mm -hmm. We won't see the real one until that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. God, I mean, it makes you laugh, doesn't it? Like the um, what's his name, Cole Meany, moaning about the makeup and got these guys like JG doing the Klingon makeup but he mm -hmm. even had to uh, do it with one eye that whole time oh, I know that's pretty here? what is going on here it's I just gone all just gave me the most dodgy amazing massage dodgy Dax porn yeah yeah no, oh no definitely like, who's I'm this is just one of the it's a puppet made out of holographic light I'm, I'm confused yeah, and uh, no, this is one of Dax's uh, holographic programs that she's convinced uh, Kira to come to to unwind. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, Kira. Oh God! Like, this is this oh, sends your minds all sorts of places, which I'm not going to say out loud. Especially at quarter past twelve at night. Mm. I'm in a bungalow now as well, so my bedroom is next to my living room, which I'm in. So. Perverted thoughts need to be internalized, Jude, is <laughs> what you're saying. Muted. Yeah. Oh, the joys of being in the garden. No one can hear you come. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I will say to you, actually, because I've, I've not spoken to you as much as we uh, normally do. I've been going around garden centers looking at um, sheds, which I can't afford them at the moment. We're just yeah. practically broke. But we've been mm. looking at sheds, and I keep looking at bigger and bigger ones. I'm just like, if I could afford that, that'd be perfect. That'd be my little Trek yeah. Studios Mark II. Exactly. Just somewhere, because the thing is, when you're recording a podcast, especially when you're recording um, like late at night as well, because both of us have to wait for like the missus and the kid uh, to yeah. go to sleep. And, so, and once they're asleep, I don't fucking wake anyone up, otherwise I would get killed. Yeah. No. I so know what you mean. 
give it a try. Yeah, so you, to, to be able to have that space right. to like talk freely is definitely uh, liberating, that's for sure. Yeah, Good. it's definitely something I want to do um, in, in the future. Be able to no. join you in that. Well, I'd like to join you in that room, but also make my own as well. That'd be cool, definitely. As you, as you said, just just somewhere to like be able to escape to and just uh, record without worrying. Because obviously, like uh, like eventually, it'd be nice to get some daytime recordings going on, but then. That probably yep. won't happen till September. Might want the kids are back at school and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I do love Garrick. Oh yeah, Odo and Garrick started, just started their friendship at the end of season three, after mm -hmm. uh, Garrick tortured Odo. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I yeah. uh, can I give you two funny um, wrestling references? Of course. Which, uh, Hopefully people will enjoy, even if they hate wrestling and hate me talking about it. Like you'll you'll enjoy it. I was I was listening and watching a watch along of a wrestling show recently. It was the it was the um, 1994 Royal Rumble was the watch along. So I was watching that on the WWE Network, but I was listening to the Cultaholic podcast. Oh, okay. But but one of the people on there was uh, Matthew, who does Botchamania, which I know you appreciate Botchamania, mm -hmm. which is just all the cock-ups in wrestling, all the things that ever go wrong. Well, so funnily enough, with... I don't watch much wrestling, but I still watch Botchamania. Oh, yeah, I've gone through those periods as well. If I don't watch actual wrestling, I'm still watching that, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but Matthew, yeah, he's a funny guy. Um but yeah, I was watching it, and uh, he had two Star Trek references in the same um, uh, watch long episode, which both made me laugh. One was um, they were talking about like some foreign wrestlers, uh, like French Canadian or something, and saying like, "Oh, now, have you seen any of the recent WWE pay-per-views? Just in the last like two to three years, any?" Um, only Mania last uh, Mania last year. Oh, okay. Because they have this thing now, where at the beginning of every pay per view, they have like um, they scroll along. They'll always do it in a match that they don't care about. They scroll along from left to right, and they have all these different announced teams, like two man mm -hmm. announced teams for different countries. I have so seen them like, do it. Yeah. Yeah, so they have like China, Russia, Japan, France, mm -hmm. Spanish, you know, etc. Oh, they've done it for more than two years. They've yeah, yeah, I just, I just knew while, that they'd yeah. done it. Yeah. Um, and it's always amusing because they only give them so much time and stuff. Anyway, I'm rambling. But uh, yeah, this Matthew guy just says like, oh, there's Ray Rougeau who's on the commentary team who's somewhere between the Ferengi and the Klingon announced team. <laughs> just random. <laughs> just made me laugh. It's just like right at the end between the Ferengis <laughs> and the Klingon announced team. And I was just like, oh, that was so random. Didn't expect anyone to be saying that on a um, uh, wrestling podcast thing. Oh, definitely. Because the, the Venn diagram of uh, wrestling fans and Star Trek fans is definitely oh, not it's so big. small. 
But I hope that payoff was good enough for people who hate wrestling or hate me talking about wrestling. But the other one, there was one other reference on that same podcast, which I'll just briefly bring up what made me laugh. Um, there used to be a wrestler called IRS, who's, it was a real gimmick wrestler, you know, he's like a uh, character wrestler, so he's supposed to be a tax man, that's why he's called IRS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually the dad of Bray Wyatt, who's um, mm-hmm. very popular these days. Oh, anyway, really? Yeah, yeah, it's Bray Wyatt's I actually dad. know that. Yeah. But uh, uh, if ever you go back and watch his matches, I don't remember this from a kid. He was around in the very early 90s. Um, he was a sweaty bastard. He just oh, he sweated was, yeah. pints and pints and pints. Like, I don't know how anyone can sweat that much. Like, you'd mm-hmm. think he'd need to keep topping up with like uh, water. The amount and he sweated. It's exacerbated by the fact that he wears white shirts. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just crazy. Like... But um, but yeah, so an IRS match was on on this Royal Rumble, and then Matthew also said, "Oh, speaking of uh, DS9, IRS is sweating like Odo in this match." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh God!" Like I, d- I didn't expect that again the second time, but it just made me laugh out loud. I just Excellent. loved it. Just love that that was in there. And I had just watched the episode, which. No, I guess it wasn't referring to that episode. It would be more referring to the Major Barrett um, episode. That's where he was sweating when he when he needs to turn to liquid form. The Garrett, Garrett the, one is the opposite, isn't he? He's more burning up. Uh, also, there's the machine. one where um, he uh, where the changeling where he's got the infection from Starfleet um, mm-hmm. and he uh, can't hold his form. There yeah. either. Poor old Odo, he's gone through some stuff, hasn't he? He has. He has indeed. Right. Okay, wrestling ran over for, for those people who hate me doing that. Sorry, no, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but the, yeah, funnily enough, uh, did you uh, did you end up watching that link that I sent with uh, all of the um, old nineties uh, WWE wrestlers on Family Fortunes? I didn't actually. I, I I wanted to. I intended to, but I just didn't. And you know, once you get past a certain amount of days, you just forget about these things. But I don't know if I've seen it years ago or not. Can't remember. It was so good. I ended up binge watching. Yeah, I ended up binge watching a whole like what would have been a week's worth of Family Feud. <laughs> it's just so fucking good. And I'll tell you what, one thing I did watch loads was that Maria He song thing, whatever that's called, with Cisco. He loved it as well. He was laughing his head off. Oh, uh, what Maria He? Yeah, watched that way way too many times. I, fucking, I do love that. Yeah. No, I, I I need to follow up on my promise. I need to I need to start digging out some of the old uh, early internet uh, memes to send over. I did. I did. Yeah, I watched the video of the the, the kid from years. Ago. I'd forgotten about it. I, I wouldn't have recognised it. Well, I didn't recognise it by name when you said the name yeah. of the video. But when I saw the video, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's it's amazing what because the the internet back then was real, like 
the, the Wild West. It was mm -hmm. it was fresh and new and like the, it wasn't corporate yet at that point. Yeah, with the likes of Leroy Jenkins and the yeah, that was song. amusing, definitely. Oh, and also, I loved the uh, early web series Happy Tree Friends as well. Did you ever watch that? It was basically like, it was presented like as a ultra cute and cuddly, um, uh, like Care Bearsy sort of program, but they were just doing vile shit. <laughs> Are they like Satan worshippers? No, no, that's South Park. Oh, of course <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's South Park. Yeah, yeah you're right. I was like, yeah, it sort of rings about no different thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's South Park. But yeah, no, you got a lot of early internet stuff. I do it. What, what ship is? Uh, what ship would that have been sitting next to Cisco? Would I was that just have been the same thing. Would that have been his previous, the one that his missus died on? Or? I was also wondering, are they all available in shops now? <laughs> they probably are, aren't they? I'm sure they have been, at, at very least, over the uh, uh, Eagle Moss Starship collection. I saw today, I was in HMB today, I saw uh, both versions of the Enterprise, well, well, you know, TOS and TNG Enterprises, and I'm just like, why do they never have the Defiant? Like, if they just, one of these shops that I go into one of these days, if they just have a Defiant, I'll bloody buy it, but they never do. You're lucky if they have Voyager, but it exists, like, in the same yeah. series. It's there, it's around somewhere. Mm. It's the only one I'm, well, it's not the only one I want to buy, but it's the one I want to buy first. Like, if I'm going to mm -hmm. buy, start buying those things and then get the bug, I want the Defiant to be the first for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. I, I think I, I, I sent you a uh, picture, didn't I, of... Uh, uh, I was in Forbidden Planet in Southampton, and they actually had a box. I think it said Defiant on the box. And it was bloody mm -hmm. Voyager inside. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? Seriously? I finally That's... nearly find it. And it's got the wrong ship in it. It was mocking you. It's Wolf! That's gotta be Wolf! <laughs> Did they, they ever explain the difference? Uh, why uh, at the same points in time they have different uniforms? I don't know. I don't think they did on the show. I think I once heard someone say that, like, oh, that's for a ship and the others is for a station, but. You've got, like, one of the films, they're all wearing all sorts, aren't they? Yeah. One of the TNG films. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. So, no, I've, I've no real idea. I was sorry to hear I do love them both. Yeah. Yeah, oh, same here. I think, like, if I... they're my two favourite, and yes. then Enterprise, for me. Funnily enough, I had a dream last week about getting a TNG uniform. I've got my TNG top, but I think I can do better than the one I've got. Like, oh, if I've got money and there's a convention happening, like if they ever start happening again, um, I would consider getting a better one. But I think I might might change to the 
the DS9 Voyager style, or maybe even go late DS9 um, with the grey. Well, I, it, I'm tempted to go uh, TNG, but yeah, the, the first contact uniform is definitely uh, high up there. They, it, now that I don't agree with it, but now that um, restrictions are going to be getting lifted this month, stupidly. Yeah, you know what I, they're like. They, uh, the Tories have a tendency to change their mind in the last few seconds. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, it was um, supposed to be weeks ago or something, but then it changed. Yeah. Just for the record, I hate the term Freedom Day. It sounds so then I will find you some ridiculous. Good. If you need yeah. Any help, oh no, definitely. Yes, That's the, and no, I like to call it dumb fuckery day because <laughs> yeah. it's uh, honestly, I uh, the, the, the the idea, the whole thing of lockdown was to help not overwhelm the NHS. Yep. And we're now in a position where they've lifted all restrictions apart from pretty much the only things that aren't open is things like theatres and clubs and gatherings of thousands of people except football even though all those things have happened recently yeah under the radar exactly or not so much under the radar (laughs) yeah no exactly and so all of the things that they've got left i don't see as a fucking necessity Especially whilst the COVID numbers are back up to like high high twenty thousands every day of new infections, and even though the death numbers are low at the moment, hospitalisation numbers have been consistently over three hundred people a day. So surely that will overwhelm the NHS, especially once you've got all of the fuckwits up each other's asses in clubs. Yeah, and the government don't give a shit about NHS. They never did. They no. still don't. Like, oh, it's just, just just stupid. We're in a stupid situation with a shitty, stupid government, and I can't be bothered to get bogged down in it. Oh, what are they doing now? Dax and uh, Kira I'm talking about. Yeah. Is this more... Lieutenant Commander Worf. Oh, God, this will be their first, I just realised that would be Dax meeting uh, Worf for the first time, won't it? Yep, yep. The Star-Crossed Lovers' very first nice meeting. <laughs> nice hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am dear. not a merry man. I don't usually dress like But this. I do have a bit of an erection. <laughs> 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 Oh god, while I've watched I don't know if I should whisper this <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more talking about someone else than I am talking about myself but so. when I was watching uh, all of season 3 a month ago yeah, I just had like, uh, like JD's words in my head where he's just like excuse me just saying, like, I'll fucking do anything for that woman. She can stand <laughs> on my toes and break my feet. <laughs> I just had his words in my head. Well, it's just like, yeah, I kind of get that. <laughs> it's understandable. I don't think you'll have many disagreements. 
Yeah. It's weird as well, because uh, I don't want to get into a game of, you know, character top trumps, but just like the popularity of... Um, Oh, I guess it was the outfits and the pushing of it. I was going to say the popularity of Seven and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, I just think, like, why wasn't that happening? I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad the emphasis was on the story, and I don't care if people were criticising DS9 for this, that, and the other, but, but yeah, all that attention that Jerry Ryan and Seven got, like... Yeah, I was kind mm -hmm. of thinking, how did that not uh, accidentally happen for this show? Enter. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't, because oh, I, no, I think it would take away, which it does take away from Voyager. No offense to Jerry White, it's not her fault. No. Well, it's the same as uh, Troy. She wasn't ever really taken that seriously until she whacked on the uniform. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely is. And the uh, no, I think with Deep Space Nine they probably got away with it because of the team, because of Ira, because of uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, why is my mind going blank? If you describe them, I'll know who No, no, the writer. You've got Ira Stephen Bear, and you've got. Ronald Moore. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, none of them would that might go for that cheap shit. Yeah, I'm almost. I know it sounds silly, but I'm almost dreading it with where I'm at with Voyager, like knowing that Kez has got to go and Seven's got to come in. Like just like the the last time I watched it, like I actually. I don't know if I'm in the minority or what, but I really like Kez. I like and Kez. She's not, in, she's not in every episode, but when she's there, I, I like what she she does. Like She's in some really good episodes, especially uh, near the beginning. Mm -hmm. She's a, a solid character. Like if it was DS9, they'd let them both exist, but it was like in the minds of Rick Berman or whoever it was, it was like, oh, if we're having this new woman coming mm. in, we can't have Kez stick around. Like, why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? What does it matter? That's the thing. It, it's, it, yeah, no, they weren't... They were wanting to keep to that exact number of cast members. It's just silly. I mean, I've, I've said for years, I think Voyager, that's just, just one of the things, for me, what would have made the show more memorable over time is to have more characters... They don't all have to be on the same episodes and just bigger stories, longer lasting arcs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which yeah. There, there is a little bit of that, but yeah, if there was more, it would only make it better. I know I know they liked the, they liked the whole episodic thing, but like, you can still sort of do both. And like, the, DS9 the is... wasn't always about the arcs. You did still have the episodic type episodes. So, how did you like the program? And the thing is, as well, with Voyager, with it being like a very contained ship, in the sense of it's like a hundred odd people on that ship, what is it, like 150 or so, you could you could have that uh, decent stable of recurring characters. Yeah. Because they're all stuck on the same ship together, that you're going to see the same people over and over again. So. I really but, wish they. 
they had it done. They, you had um, the serial killer whose name I always forget. Lon Suda. That's it. The Devaney uh, sisters. Yeah. Yeah, you could have done a lot with them. Kez, if she'd actually stayed. Um, there was one character who was only there for like half an episode. Um, <clears throat> the guy who played Billy from Gremlins. <clears throat> he was some sort of alien yeah. that was like posing as a crew member and then like I take it yeah I, like they just killed him off like in the first it's episode I was like he could have been a part of that ship like you did it with other you did it with Neelix you did it with Kez you yeah. brought on all sorts of characters like hell like I'm sort of half joking about this but they could have even had one of the Wuzzle Gummage guys like join you never know like anything's possible mm-hmm yeah no but that's the, I think they were just in that stuck in that mindset of it's episodic it needs to be shown in any order and not have any sort of negative effect because that's the thing when back then because they loved episodic shows they wanted you to be able to see it out of order and still feel like you haven't missed anything one thing I've read and heard, uh, like people, cast members and stuff like that, uh, call Voyager is like the flagship show, mm -hmm. you know, like where, like it's carrying the flag, like from TNG, like it is being passed to them, and that's why DS9 actually flourished because it was allowed to do what it wanted to do because they weren't caring about them, just like yeah, you do what you want. We're, we're going to worry about Voyager, but. What actually has happened is they they hurt it more than they helped it. The fact that like mm -hmm. it took on all the bad habits of TNG rather than taking on all the stuff that that made it so good at times, like with the little arcs and stuff like that and the character building. Like it was like no, we're going to take all the bad habits of that show. Like you said, the the magic number of cast members and. And the fact that yeah. anyone can watch all of this out of order, it's like, you don't need to do that. Or you can do that and still mix it up with the other stuff. Yeah. And also, I think... Uh, I think that just exacerbates... Um, nowadays, because everyone is so in tune with box setting stuff now. So you're wanting... A arc you're wanting to enjoy a payoff. Yeah. So it definitely uh, does suffer in that sense. But I I've still been thoroughly enjoying my Voyager rewatch. Oh, me too. I need to get that, back on it. Not, there's not been a, a single episode that I've not enjoyed. Some more than others. But, uh, but yes, I, I do need to get back into to both now and. Now, but we'll I believe I'm about tonight. halfway through season four. Yeah, I think I'm about halfway through season four. Wait, I might check right now. No, I might not actually be that far through. It's, it might even be early season four. When, when is the switch? When is the Kez 7 switch? Uh, it is episode. T it is the beginning of season four. So season yeah. uh, episode one of season four, they introduce seven. Episode two, they get rid of Kess. I think I'm right at the end of season three then, because I knew that it was coming. Yeah, you, you, 
As soon as Kess starts getting her wavy hair, you know she's on her way out. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. That was never explained. Very she suddenly grew hair. Yeah. I just wanted to say that I It's almost like like everyone was coming to work and like like Kate Mulgrew saying to the Jennifer, whatever her name is, cares, like saying like, they're talking about replacing you with another actress. They don't think you've got long enough hair or big enough boobs or something. It's like, just start randomly wearing a wig. Like a, a longer haired wig, I mean. Last ditch attempt. Yeah, just try and get Rick Berman's attention or whoever it is. Uh, but it's such a I shame. It is a shame that they uh, didn't just keep both. Where's Captain Cisco? Yeah. I think he's in a briefing session. I need to talk to him now. Cardassia. Why would the Klingons want to invade Cardassia? According yes. to it's my cool story, seeing all these meetings for the Cardassia first time. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, Worf meets this guy. Worf meets this person. Well, that's why Way of the Warrior works so and still does work so well as a jump-on point because you go with Worf meeting all of the different characters and you get a feel of who each of the characters are. Yeah. Through like Worf's meeting with him. Yeah, it's perfect for that. Because it's like when um he was talking with Odo a minute ago. And Odo is like, I really sympathise. I've had to choose between uh, my my uh, juicy and my people as well. I know this hasn't and Worf's been just a bit of an arsehole. He's been like, yes, yes, I've read the reports. And but just like, then Odo gives him the no shit Odo. Like, I I am taking this crap. Maybe you don't have to make. What is um? What is uh, Worf's job title? What is his um? I would prefer Designation, what do you call it? I cannot avoid responsibility. Here, in this episode. In this episode, I think he's just been brought in, and it, it would have said it earlier. Uh, he's been brought in as almost like a liaison, or like, not as a liaison, but as a. Um, someone that they can bounce ideas off of because they've got. An issue with, and what you with Klingon. Stand by and allow the Dominion to take over the Alpha Quadrant. Just because. No that there are any founders on I suppose that's, that's pretty fucking bad though, because. And what if you are so, say if an area was having uh, an issue with uh, mainly uh, black gangs, and you're like on a ship with like you're in a town with like a hundred uh, like white people and a couple of uh, like would you just instantly think okay we need a black person to come in and liaise with these people yeah yeah which is pretty much they're like no we can't deal with the klingons we need a klingon yeah that's pretty bad yeah it will jeopardize our treaty with the klingon empire but any excuse to get wolf back Believe me, Captain. Yeah, no yeah, I like it. Like, everything I'd seen in DS9, you know, in my recent watch through and, you know, before. Um, and I can see it from, I don't know if they say it on the DS9, um, What We Left Behind documentary, where they're just like, we don't need Klingons. And they're right, they didn't. They didn't need them. But 
it doesn't hurt to, to have them added into the mix. It, it only adds to it. They're not yeah. relying on them. Uh, like uh, uh, maybe TOS did, maybe even TNG was guilty of whenever the producers or whatever got... Um, they didn't have faith in other stories or other alien races. They're just like, can we get the Klingons back? Can we get the Klingons back on screen? The Klingon ships are going to war. Um, yeah. It didn't need it in DS9, but it doesn't hurt it either. No, not at all. Because the thing is, is I think, obviously, TNG done loads for uh, the Klingons. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's not like Deep Space Nine used them and didn't add anything to them. They really did. Oh yeah. Like, con so do continue to response. beef up what we knew so about the Klingons already. Yeah, I mean, like as a kid, I think I'd saw a bit of the TOS uh, Klingons, and the, like at the time. It just kind of looked silly to me, and I was just like, oh, the TNG thing is, is the real deal. Um, and they did do some really good stuff in TNG, but yeah, they massively added to the uh, to the lore or uh, canon or whatever you want to say of, uh, of Klingons in, in, in DS9. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. But, uh, I'm just trying to remember. Well, Wolf's eyebrows are always that mental. That in order to yes. Were they? Yeah. Was it just no, like his hair, sure where on his head, it where it changes. just changes every season? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I always had the impression it was. Even the Federation. Uh, if his eyebrows so. got much longer, he'd be able to tie them up what with his hair. With the uh, my people return to the old waves. Yeah, no I was just looking at a map of, of the galaxy. Um, as you do when you're a Star yeah. Trek fan. Um, Thanks, Larry. Never check. Yeah, probably designing. <laughs> uh, just figuring out like where all of the different uh, empires and everything are. Um, the the Klingon Empire. It, we the Klingons did feature quite heavily. Considering it in Deep Space Nine, considering like they're quite far away from the wormhole. Yeah, because they are like proper, proper light years away. I think it's just because, at least if I was speaking as a writer, actually I'm not a writer, but um, it's because what's going on at the wormhole or DS Nine. Is like so important, like to the future of mm -hmm. uh, the galaxy or the universe, whatever. Like um, they just want to be involved, don't they? Like they're willing yeah. to travel because they don't, you know, whichever side, whoever else is taking Cardassian, whatever. They want to have mm -hmm. a say in it. I can yeah. see how that would be a thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, whichever they, side they, they decide to go on, they, they, they want to be there. Mm -hmm. Why would the Klingons invade us? 
But also, I appreciated uh, with Deep Space Nine, they did always um, quite oh, they accurately. It all now, the, the, the story on the TV. Mm -hmm. Garrick talking to uh, matey of that. How am I forgetting his name? Gold Cat. The Cat, yeah. God, I love those two when they're together. I, I love them both separately, especially Garrick, but when they're talking together, it's just like super sarcasm and like just. Um, Oh, mm -hmm. words are failing me, but they just hate just, each other, don't they? Just... Oh yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing. Even when they're on the same side, they yeah. can't they can't help but be shitty to each other. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, thank you, Garrett. For... The Klingon fleet will reach Cardassian territory in less than one hour. I suggest you prepare for them. That's it. Says so that the Federation couldn't officially warn them that the Klingons are coming because of their like uh, pacts between them. But they let Garrick uh, slip the news to the Cardassians that the Klingons were on their way. Am I right in saying that we've gone past the halfway point without any? sign of the halfway point happening like as in um, they didn't say previously it's just, yes, just gone straight have. over that's cool it's, yeah. it's like a proper movie isn't it mm -hmm. well, what does the federation council say yeah to oh yeah it, we would have had the uh, the da -da 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 -da, uh, sort of yeah. moment uh, a couple of minutes back when uh, they when they found out that the uh, Klingons were going to be invading Cardassia. The Klingons have withdrawn from the Kittimer Accords. Oh, Klingons have the peace left the Kittimer Accords now. And the Klingon Empire has ended. Captain. Oh, oh, oh. You're never gonna oh, believe this. A Klingon ship just <laughs> decloaked off Repulsion 3. <laughs> requesting permission to dock. They claim they're Chancellor Here he comes with his eyes. And he is demanding to speak with Mr. Mm -hmm. Worf. Oh, crazy eyes. Let's get, as we've said before, a character that appears far less than you imagine. Yeah. Over all, all Trek. You wish to speak with me? Mm-hmm. I think we said it was like over everything. It was like 17 times or something over TNG and DS9. Yeah. Over two shows, seven seasons. Not that many. No. But it, it just feels like he was there far more. I know. You did what you thought was right. And even though you may have made some enemies, I assure you. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is a very nice guy. Yeah. Your friendship means much to me. And yours to me. It has been too long. I'd be tempted to get a, a picture with him if, if conventions are ever a thing again in the future. Again. Mm-hmm. Oh no, definitely. He loves whacking that Klingon makeup on. I'm trying to remember from 2017. I met him in the bar, and I'm trying to remember. I think I offered to buy him a drink. Yeah, we did. Or was it JG? It was one of them. No, I think it was him. And it wasn't the queue just too long, and we was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I remember saying to you that night, like, 
Those guys are just going to get their drinks bought for them all night long. Especially yeah. those, two. not just Star Trek actors in general, but those two, because yeah. the characters that they play. Yeah. Oh, no. Everyone wants to have a beer with <laughs> Galron. Literally, we tried for so long to get to that fucking bar. Mm. Oh, it's just annoying. Yeah, it just was not getting the end. So, so I think we just left there, just saying, "Oh, fuck this! Fuck the bar! Fuck the party!" Whatever. Yeah, because we couldn't get near the fucking bar. It's just stupid. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, seeing as uh, things are getting lifted, I think. PST this year is going to go ahead. So, in October. I have actually just purchased tickets for a convention and for a couple of photo shoots, but I don't believe any of them are actually happening at this time. I just, I'm still sort of in denial where I can't believe it. But um, if we get, I'm not going to get any tickets or even ask you to find out from uh, Jill or whoever, you know, can we go for free or anything like that. I'm just going to wait until it's round the corner, until it's like two weeks away, and then I'll con mm -hmm. consider going, I think. But I just, I, I'm still in that denial, I guess, where I can't believe that anything's happening. I've also paid for tickets for an outdoor concert, uh, a festival, uh, Bloodstock. In, in the north, which I've been to before, just for the one day, not for the whole weekend. But I don't believe that that's happening either. I just just can't believe that anything's happening still. But also, I, I've, I'm it, the one thing that's um, making me think is like with because they've just postponed. They recently postponed uh, London Film and Comic Con until November. Um. And, but all of the people that they're getting for London Film and Comic Con that they're confirming are all people that live in the UK. Not all, most. Near right. enough. They're still selling the ticket. You know, you know what they're like. They're still selling the tickets on a lot of big American guests, which probably won't be coming, to be fair. Like yeah. uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, Robert Englund from, you know, Freddy Krueger, basically. Yeah. There were a couple of months um, so it, we it does make I don't me think they wonder. Come in, but it, it might happen, but not as they're advertising it with all these American. Yeah. It's the same with the one I'm going to as well. Well, it's Wales Comic Con, which I've been to several times in the past, but it's not in Wales anymore, strangely. It's in Telford in the north of England now. But yeah, I've paid for some photo shoots, but they're all for American guests. But yeah, I've noticed also, and I don't blame them, you know, most of the guests are English or Welsh. Yeah. But it does make me wonder with DSC, because obviously it was going to be I don't think DSC will happen because of what we've just said there. Yeah, that, because they were going to be getting the Voyager cast uh, for the next con. And I'm not really sure how many of them would either be able or willing. And I would love that picture as well. I love my TNG uh, cast picture that I've got. But um, 
I'm I'm barely on the internet at all at the moment. I, I've been yeah. Most of the time, like not looking at anything. I've, I've completely detached myself from social media, which is quite a nice feeling, to be honest. But um, Kate Mulgrew, when I was on there over the last year, you know, she was very um, pro-safety, or whatever you want to say, in regards to, to COVID and stuff like that. Everything mm -hmm. that I'd seen her put online is like, yeah, totally agree with you. Well done for putting that. Um, so I just can't see... I, I've said it on this pod before. I can't see why she would bother. And I don't blame yeah. her. You know, like, I, I've loved going to the conventions over the years. But with a, such a physical danger like that, where, you know, just being in contact with each other, like, as you do at these conventions with the celebs or whatever you want to call them like um it's, mm -hmm. it's dangerous it's dangerous to so many people around you it might not be the people really that are there it could be your your parents or your grandparents or whatever when you get home or well, someone else's yeah. grandparents like and is it mm -hmm. worth it I'm and also as it stands right now there was massive uh, restrictions in place like in regards to travel where you've got to either isolate in a hotel two weeks on one end, or two weeks on the other end, or both. Yeah. You know, so you've got to pay for yeah. hotels, and then you've got to pay for the COVID test. Like, I was just only looking into flights and stuff like that today, and it's just, there's no point. There's no real light inside. You can say Freedom fucking Day all you want. Like, it's bullshit. Like, and the thing is, as well, with them lifting all of the restrictions uh, this month, if our COVID numbers start going through the roof, will the other countries continue or put new restrictions on travel to the UK? If our numbers... I think that some of the other countries already look at us like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this country's not doing everything it can do. Let's not let government. their people come here unless there's these, you, you know, things put in place, which uh, mm -hmm. not everyone's going to want to jump through those hoops. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, yeah, I think that sort of stuff's only going to get worse with all this Freedom Day nonsense. Yeah, it's going to skyrocket. It's going to skyrocket. I mean, already the numbers are continuously going up every day. So, let alone when you give everybody a free pass and suddenly everyone will be like, we don't need masks. Yeah, well, Sarah was reading me something online today, you know, what they put out already saying, like, you don't need to wear masks, you don't need to do that. It's like, they should always be putting, like, you don't have to if you want to please feel free because you're still doing a good thing you know just don't let all the sort of dimmer people of the uk believe it like oh it's fine it's fine it's like no it's like we're giving you the option but maybe you should mm -hmm. because sarah asked me like are you still going to wear your mask in shops and i was just like probably yeah <laughs> to be honest mm -hmm. I still not had my second yeah. jab yet, the and there's and there's variants like popping up all over the place all the time. When are you due your second one? Uh, the twenty second of this month. But right now, no, not wrong. 
Not no, long. Yeah, no, Leanne's long. got about the same amount of time to I wait. Understand. I mean, I'm ready for this stuff to be over, but at the Make same sure time, I am kind of patient in, in some ways where I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll wear the mask. I'll wear a mask as long as I have to. Mm -hmm. If it means yeah. protecting everyone around me, you know, I don't... I'd hate to know that I was responsible for something like that. But I need you. Yeah, but th that's where we go into the territory of a lot of people lack any sort of meaningful empathy mm -hmm. towards anyone who isn't in their direct like bubble, like mum, dad, brother, sister. I don't give a fuck. I know. I mean, teenagers like they do stupid stuff. Like all teenagers do stupid stuff. Like of every generation. We all know that. We've all been there. We've all done silly stuff. But I've noticed, not not loads, but I've noticed when I've gone to like city centres, like Southampton, I've noticed like groups of teenagers, like large groups, you know, like seven to ten, something like that, where they are literally just going from shop to shop, like no masks, to provoke a reaction out of the people that are the staff that are getting paid minimum wage to work in those shops you know to say like guys you can't come in you can't do that all just to give each other a laugh that is the only yeah. benefit that they're doing that for like going we got chopped out of another one and it's like seriously yeah. guys like i haven't gone up to them and said them anything because i've got other stuff on my mind but like you know that's what's in my head like Come on, guys. I know you're teenagers, but for fuck's sake, grow up. Mm-hmm. Like, you really could be spreading stuff, and you could be causing a lot of damage and a lot of hurt to a lot of people, like, further than your little town or city. Yeah. And it's just a laugh, but, like, it's not, you know, I'm not blaming teenagers here. I'm just saying. I've seen that, but, uh, no, but that's the attitude of a lot of people. Uh, the public in the UK, unfortunately, wrong, just fuck it. But, like it's funny. And that's, it's always the same fucking people as well. It is just it's the same fucking Brexiteer, fucking football fanatic, like fucking white England, fucking yeah. arseholes. Yeah, I, I see all sorts of silly things that bug me to. Uh, to do with it like uh, I saw a family in the uh, supermarket only yesterday where none of them had masks on and I was just like like I always do my little radar in my head goes off where like you're not exempt I know some people don't yeah. wear it because they're severely asthmatic or something like that you know but he was wearing a bloody hoodie that said like the media is the real virus or something and I just saw that yeah. and I thought fuck off Seriously, fuck off. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't obvious enough what your intentions were, you're wearing this stupid jumper that you've either paid for or made and possibly paid more for, and like. All just because you're a fucking moron and you just want to push that on other people, but anyway. Let's talk about Miles O'Brien and friends. That's <laughs> it. 
Yeah, we, 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 well, we did go off topic. It wasn't wrestling. No. Yeah, sorry, no, It's man. just a rant. <laughs> Even though it wasn't wrestling or Back to the Future, but yeah, I still apologise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. So... Are there any signs of survivors? I suppose it's possible. It'd be more interesting, wouldn't it, if, our, uh, if the Earth in 2020... Sir. 2021 has been invaded by changelings rather than the fucking coronavirus. Well, that's a lot more interesting. I'd always turn around and said that um, I hope that I'm alive to watch the end of the world. I would love to like be able to witness the apocalypse. We are going through that sometimes, to be honest. Yeah. And then, and then I turn around and say, like to people, like with regards, to, like uh, like we, we are currently living through our like the, the next like big extinction event, and yeah, I did I didn't realise when like, I was like, oh no, I'd like to see the apocalypse. I didn't realise it would just be boring. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not like an exciting one. It's not a meteor. It's not anything else. No, it's just boring. It's just yeah, it's, people wearing face masks and having a go at each other. One way or another. Yeah. Why are you yeah. wearing a face mask? Why aren't you? You know. Just... Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it's... the end of the world. Oh, we're all dead. It's stupidity. <laughs> it's stupidity. Yeah. It's like... yeah no, we, we all died we anyway. We know that. We know. We know that uh, burning these fossil fuels will destroy our chances of survival. However, yeah. let's keep doing it. Yeah. Mental, oh, mad yeah. world. Yeah, mad world that only gets madder. I, 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 I join you in that vote for change, things. Yeah, bring on the change. I, speaking of end of the world, at least alien it would make watching movies. like the news and stuff entertaining. Wouldn't it? Oh yeah. In a twist, do... that newsreader actually was a changeling himself. But if they wanted to really fuck with you, they could like be like changing into all different people. Transmit a priority one signal to the Right, but right there and uh, this weekend I watched the new um, Chris Pratt uh, movie. Oh, I've seen it advertised. I, I I barely even watched the trailer. I just my original instinct was just like, you know, if they've got the money, he'll he'll just do it. Like. But, yeah. but yeah, you oh, tell no, me. About it was it. enjoyable. I'd say I would say it was a solid, like not a, like, uh, it's a ten out of ten. I'd say it was a good like seven out of ten, six, six to seven out of ten. Okay. It was an enjoyable. It is an enjoyable future sci-fi romp. That uh, yeah, it, it's worth a watch. It's not one that you'll be revisiting. No. But, no, I didn't expect it would. Well, they had another thing go up this week where it's just like, I'm definitely watching that, like, uh, Liam Neeson in Ice Road Truckers Murder Revenge Story. It's just like, yeah, fuck it. i watch that, definitely. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just watch everything Liam Neeson's in now. Like, it's just so crap, but, like so entertaining on that first watch but you every time just go yeah never watching that again but that was fun <laughs> yeah yeah once is enough 
Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, uh, I tell you what. We, uh, oh, we, that is a nice-looking uh, scene. That deserves a HD remake. That does. Sorry. Yeah. Carry on. No, no, that, no. The defiant flying through them flames. Beautiful. Very, very cool. You were gonna say something. Oh no, I was just. Uh, tell you what, we've been addicted to me and me and lately. Not sci-fi related whatsoever, but um, Grey's Anatomy. I don't on, know the name. That's all I know. On, on Disney Plus, it's a um, it's an American series based around a surgical ho uh, around a is hospital. Is it a spin off or spin off no. of ER or something like that? It's, it's just its no. own thing. No, it's its own thing. It's its own thing, but it's it's so so good, so funny, but like not being like Scrubs sort of funny, being like just very cleverly written funny is it supposed and to be like i know it's drama but is it supposed to be like real it's not no it, it, it's played uh yeah it's not played like for like shits and giggles it's meant to be like uh, like in universe like yeah it, it seriously taken uh but the, just the characters the interactions it's absolutely fantastic it's got it's got 17 seasons. I, I, it's one of those ones where I've seen it. I, I was in the library today. and I think I actually saw it in the library today. There's just loads of them on the shelf. Yeah. And we started watching it a couple of months back. And we're currently halfway through season 12. Wow. You're really good. So, like, yeah, maybe I'll have to give it a go. We, we're ending up plowing through about... A season to a season and a half a week, which is like, it, it, and each season's 25 episodes. So it's, yeah, uh, I can't it. Does it start off strong on season one? Yeah. By the way, yeah. I'm just saying Starts for the watch along viewers, this, these are some good scenes that we're watching right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely Visually. beautiful. Um, right yeah. now, we're. Uh, uh, me and Sarah, we're doing a rewatch of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, that's nice. I think it's the first time we've done that. We went and saw everything at the cinema, but we've never bothered to say, let's watch every film and TV series, which didn't work out, but I'll tell you about that in a second, in order. So mm -hmm. tonight we just started The Avengers. So we literally finished watching four and mm -hmm. then started the avengers tonight but um but yeah the one thing we tried to watch we watched season one of agent carter uh, oh yeah i've never agent seen carter that. is basically who becomes steve rogers captain america's wife Mm -hmm. uh, she's in the cap first Captain America film. Good, good character. And, and uh, season mm -hmm. one, we really enjoyed it. And then we watched season two, and it was like a completely different team had made it. It just suddenly became really goofy and silly and stupid. That's the best way I can de describe it. And, and at that point, you're like, we'll stick to the movies. Yeah, we were just like, fuck this. Like, no, we. Me, you, Sarah, I, I presume Leanne as well, like, like you get to a certain point where you're like, if you're watching a TV show and it's an effort 
to watch it. What's the point? Yeah. You've got to like give up at some point sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. or so you will regret it. Because sometimes, if you don't regret, uh, if you don't give up sooner rather than later, you get to a point where like you're like, well, it is shit. But I've already watched seven episodes, and there's only ten episodes in this season, so I may as well watch yeah. the other three. And it's just like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with Discovery. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Discovery is a perfect example. Like, um, I've never watched all the all the episodes I haven't watched. Are probably never going to get watched, unless someone like. Unless we were to do like, um, oh my god, I shouldn't even say this. I'm like putting my foot in my mouth. Unless you were to do, which you've suggested a few times, doing another podathon for Trekmate. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way I could see myself doing it. Like Jude and Wayne or Jude will watch Discovery episodes live for charity. Like if you keep yeah. giving money to charity, like he'll sit there through this show. The only way Jude is going to watch Discovery is if he's getting paid. Or someone's getting paid, yeah. Or someone's getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah, me or someone else. Mm -hmm. I do love this interaction between Quark and uh, uh, Garrick here. That's the thing with... DS9, like, you've got such good characters, but, like, any character interacting with any other character, it's all different, isn't it? There's so many Mm -hmm. possibilities. A human drink. It's called root beer. Yeah. I don't know. Come on. Aren't you just a little bit curious? Uh, uh, They always used to use that little line. It's vile. I know. It's so bubbly, cloy, and happy. Just like the Federation. But you know what's really frightening? If you drink enough of it, you begin to like it. It's insidious. Sorry, sorry, we've not just we've not like cut out anyone. We are still watching this with you. It's just yeah, both like yeah, glued to the screen. That's the yeah. Honestly, what the thing is when the dialogue is so strong. Any luck? You mm. do end up having moments like that where you just want to take it in. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I love, yeah, the, no, yeah. I love yeah. the actors. I love the fact that both the actors in that last scene just love their characters and love the fact that they were part of the show. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. They're so passionate. I mean, fuck's sake, Andrew Robinson wrote a book. I- I've still not read it. He's written a book about Garrick. I, I feel guilty for not reading that. Yeah. I wonder if he's made it easy for us and done an audiobook version. Oh, God, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd make our lives easier, but it would actually be pretty cool as well, because obviously mm-hmm. you'd do all the Garrick dialogue in, uh, in that voice. Yeah. We're getting ready to come up to the big climax of the episode. That remains to be seen. 
Klingons do not well, give up. We still got another 20 minutes. Yeah, I just checked that too. Yeah. Big fight. It may not be much of a risk. Rushing back to the Federation. Got oh, I had a story I was going to tell you. It's not much of a story. I don't know whether to do it now or save it to the end. Till after this uh, mm. episode. No, it's gone. What's, what's your story? It's not much of a story. It was just like um, Sarah laughing at me, basically, uh, the other week. But we'd been we'd been out for a, a good day out somewhere, um, and we were on the motorway, so we stopped at a service station mm -hmm. and uh, to have our dinner on the way home because it was just too long to wait to to have it at home. Um, and it wasn't very busy, and someone sort of appeared to be shouting something to me. Um, they were like by one restaurant, I was by the next, and then Sarah was by the next. And like, I just sort of turned round, like Sarah could see what was happening, and I just turned round. Like everybody's got masks on, so it's so much harder when you're indoors to see if is that person talking to me? Are they talking to someone else? You just don't always know. Um, but it was some guy, and uh, I just turned round and sort of said, "Are you talking to me?" And he just went, "Live long and prosper." And I just went, "Yeah." Yeah, cool. And just sort of turned round back to Sarah and went to talk to her. And she was just like, what, what was that guy talking to you about? And I was just like, I'm not quite sure. He shouted out, live long and prosper, which was amusing and cool and stuff. Did you have a Star Trek t-shirt on? No, I didn't. I have right now, but I'm talking to you. But I definitely did not that day. And then, like... um when we were walking out to the car, she was like, seriously, who was that guy? Who was who was talking to you? And I said, oh, maybe he recognised me from Trekmate or something. She was like, he didn't fucking recognise you from Trekmate. And I was like, he might have done. Like, people do listen to the show. You never know. And then I just sort of said, like, actually, it's probably more likely that I've met the person at a convention spoken to them and I've just completely forgot them because I do that way too often or I did that way too often yeah but the thing is because that's the thing it would have made perfect sense if you was wearing a Star Trek t-shirt or had something Star Trek on do you you don't have any Star Trek tattoos either do you no not yet I can see I could see myself getting some in the future yeah, I've considered the the defiant a few times. Yeah, uh, so considering no. you don't actually have anything Star Trek on you to signify I am a Trekkie. Yeah, and that yeah, is... nothing on me, and like uh, got long hair and a beard, which even though the Klingons have that, like I don't think most Star it's not something people associate That's... with Trek. No, fans, you would assume it? that guy probably likes sure death metal yes. more than. Yeah, yeah, anything else. Wow. It just made me laugh, the fact that Sarah was like, he doesn't recognise you from that. I was like, he might do. Like, they do get a fair few listeners, you know. Yeah. No, to be fair, out of all 30 listeners, that could have been one. <laughs> it yeah. could have been, yeah, you never know. Yeah. But, but, but then I made myself laugh by saying to Sarah, like, 
it's probably more likely someone I've spoken to and I've just completely forgot because I, I do that too much. Oh, I do that so much. So much. But in praise of Trek fans and the conventions, like I do like that, the fact that I have done that so much where I've, I've had full-on conversations with people and never actually said, my name's Jude. Or what's your name? You just yeah. you're just talking for like forty minutes, like because you're queuing up for something, mm -hmm. and you never bother yeah. to say that, but you still have a really nice conversation about like why Enterprise is good or you know whatever. A yeah, Martok. yeah, and and that's the thing at these uh, at those conventions you do have a lot of that time where you can have those conversations. So it, it could have been as simple as that, but um, yeah, shout out to that guy. If it was a guy, like God, like with face masks, who knows? Yeah, so whoever, if someone is listening and is like, I did shout at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry I didn't recognize is, you, person. I so think it wasn't I th Matt. <laughs> it wasn't Matt. <laughs> I, think, I think you're probably right. It probably is more likely to be someone from a convention because... Yeah. If it was a listener, they would say, "Hey, Jude." Yeah. Or Trekmate or I'm something. Yeah. That's I'm pretty mate. sure that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that if it was a listener, it would have been more personalised than just live long and yeah. prosper. Yeah. I think you're right. I can assure you. But still, very, very random. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was cool. It was funny though. Oh. Definitely. And that's what it's. I suppose it would almost make more sense if it had happened to me, because at least like I host a local convention sometimes, so there would be some local people that might know. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, for randomly down is it was you in Southampton. No, it was Fleet Fleet Services on the motorway. Fleet Services? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Even more There was barely anyone in there, surprisingly, at that time. And, 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 and Fleet Services is pretty much a like, space station of its own. Like, it's own yeah. entity where people just come and go. Yeah, it is. Yeah, real life DS9. Yeah, so they could have just been from anywhere. Ready, even numbered photon launchers. This is the first time we get to see DS9 defend itself in all its fucking glory. Oh yeah, it's really gearing up right now. Fire on my mark. Yeah. Fire on my mark. Yeah. All them foes on torpedoes. Ready, launchers. mean business. Honestly, it's just considering God, Kira, like, of all the days to do your hair up. Ready faces. Standing by. Like, why yeah. was it today that she spent so much time with hairspray? <laughs> Go mad. But you've got better things to do now. <laughs> today. Yeah. With, uh, it, when you look back, like, with how much of a like, shit heap. DS9 was when they first arrived, mm -hmm. uh, like in season one, to now being like this so, like such a fortified station. Mm. It's 
so oh, cool. Madness, what? Yeah. And when I watch this episode, that's why, like, when um, playing things like Birth of the Federation, mm. this is what I'd imagine in my head when I'd like be setting up space stations to like fight off <laughs> stuff. Here we go, hand to hand combat. It is kicking off. I know I said that I didn't want to watch this and then rewatch it doing a uh, pod watch along with you, but I think I will do the opposite. And rewatch. Oh, it definitely deserves. Yeah, with the sound yeah. up top too. Yeah, to really take in all of the uh, like different story bits. You go for it, Odo. It's not even a stunt man, is it? He's really going for it. Nah, that's Rene. Thank you, Doctor. Because. Let's see, at this point. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, Realistically, though, Odo would just be whipping them with a fucking, like, tail, wouldn't he? I wish there was more of that, yeah. I mean, yeah, it only doesn't matter because there's so much other cool stuff going on in DS9, but. Yeah. The fact that Season 1 teased you with all that, it's like, why, why doesn't he do more of that? Like. He could be doing yeah. all sorts. Well, don't start us off. Like we've revealed to the world our pitch for the the best DS9 porn movie you could make. Yeah, it's all about Odo. the one-man gangbang. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God, O'Brien's lucky got away with his life right there. Yeah. Doing anything Wolf much stepping in. Yeah. Jatsi has shown what a badass she is. Oh, definitely, yeah. That's a lot of dead bodies. Yeah. And also, it, it, this episode was like, like when you get um, when you had Garak and uh, uh, Dukat. Like siding with each other, it's like it's those first sort of steps of like, oh, we can trust Dukat, even though he screws us over. Yeah, you can trust him in the right situations. Mm -hmm. If Dukat feels like he's got no other choice but to work with the good guys, he'll yeah. do it. That's it. It's Starfleet, Benjamin. Six starships led by the Venture. They'll be here in 15 Six minutes. starships. Contact the I wonder how many... Yeah, I, I missed the number they had said of how many Klingon ships were left. I've got him. Captain, your shields have been weakened. Your station boarded. And more Klingon ships are on their way. Surrender while you can. I don't think so. My shields are holding. All the characters all seem to have a little bit of blood on them, don't they? On are than yours. Mm -hmm. The station. Oh, no, yeah. Really 
the Empire is not strong enough to oh, yeah, no waters yeah, clean as yeah, as ever before you leave the Empire, didn't even break a sweat we will not surrender this is exactly what the founders want Klingon against Cardassian Federation against Klingon the more we fight each other, Again, the we're just we get, we're just watching him, yeah, taking in the dialogue. What you do here, yeah, well, Cisco now that now it on the head and like confirm uh, that like the, no that's exactly what the founders wanted. That's what Martok was instituting. Mm -hmm. Not before those starships get here. Garon's too uh, dumb to see it. To stand down yeah, or to come he just fire. wants to be. Remembered as a like brilliant, uh, what's it called? Warrior, not chancellor. Yeah, chancellor. He is chancellor Gowron, isn't he? Um, oh, you got me second guessing now. Uh, I'm gonna say probably, but as usual, the Trekmate audience will probably saying, What are you talking about, you idiots? He's this yeah. now, or <laughs> whatever. We've just listened to you talk about everything except Star Trek, and you can't even fucking remember. <laughs> the... <laughs> We've talked Drake. about more Star Trek tonight than previous episodes, anyway. No, definitely. For now. No, that is a very, very cool double episode, and I will be watching it again. Maybe even talking about it a bit um, on the next Trek Mate episode. Yeah. No, definitely. I felt at seeing how well Deep Space Nine and its crew weathered this latest crisis. Well, the station suffered heavy damage. We do have several Morn sightings in this episode, but no. Yog. Rom. Or Jake. No. No. None of them in this episode. But more no. I did like the. Bit earlier in the episode where the Klingons uh, like are stopping him and be like, like, what do you even do here? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's that's pretty much what all Star Trek fans have been asking. It's like, what does Morn actually do? I understand you're headed for the Nibirite Alliance. Yes, I leave this afternoon. For me, it was a job on Earth. Directing construction of orbital habitats. Uh, no, well, I. Why did you change your I mind? definitely. It, Worf definitely I did end up making like a, a brilliant addition to, to the Deep Space oh, Nine sure. crew. Definitely. To escape the pain There's no doubt about it. My wife's death. I thought I could take the uniform. Funny thing is that you see. The, the actor went, went at conventions. They only ever really bundle him together with the TNG guys. They never really put him with the Deep Space Nine guys. That's true at the conventions. Yeah, so it was almost weird to see him in the in the dock. What they did. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it shouldn't be weird. But you're right. You're you're totally right. He's always with his TNG mates, even though. He was a big anyway, part from this point onwards. He was a big part of, it, of DS9. Yeah. Yeah. So like a three out of four, uh, three out of seven seasons. Yeah. It was like it was uh, DS9 main cast, and they do. They never really 
put him with and that's what I'll always be. Uh, uh, Deep Space Nine. It's like I don't think he was and at that DS9 reunion well. that, that London Film Comic Con I went two years ago. No, I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't there for that, but I watched I some of that on YouTube. And uh, same with the 2012 DST, and and then I've mm -hmm. been to two or three since then. I don't know what it is, but uh, but yeah, he's never part of the uh, DS9 stuff. In fact, but he really should be. Yeah. You God, you could, it doesn't even I'm have to be... You don't have to call it DS9. You could even have... I mean, fuck's sake. Uh, they really screwed up at DST for... They had like a Klingon well, meeting knows. talk or something. It was it was mm -hmm. Robert O'Reilly, Gowan. And it was Dax, which I'm glad she was there. Um, Terry Farrell, but... No other Klingons. None. Yeah. No, you can't call that a Klingon panel. You no, they, they, what they've done, they've had a history of doing that, to be fair. Screwing up well, who they invite to which panels. But that one was like a perfect example of just being a mess. Yeah, and it, it, like, uh, it, in 2016 they didn't even have bloody Jeffrey Combs on the Enterprise panel. But they did have him in the Voyager panel as yeah. well. Which makes it even more mental. Yeah. I'm pretty sure was... I even heard him say that. Like, I'm not really sure why I'm here. I'm sure he said something like that. That was only in one like... episode. Yeah, just crazy. You might as well have put him on the TNG panel. Yeah. May as well. Captain, I'm receiving a priority one message from Starfleet Intelligence. The Klingons are refusing to give up several yeah. of the Cardassian so laying the grounds of uh, the Klingons not going anywhere. They're fortifying mm -hmm. their oh, positions. Oh, fucking hell, that is really raining. I'm just sorry, it's just so hammering down. Mm -hmm. I've got rain and wind on my end. I've got a, a patio door uh, in the living room that I'm sat in. It's mm. just flung itself open. but uh, And that's that, that's Way of the Warrior. Yeah, a, a, an amazing episode that we did not do justice for, but I've enjoyed. No, but anyone could I've have predicted thoroughly that. Enjoyed. <laughs> but we wouldn't. But uh, but I will talk about it with you uh, next time we record. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, definitely. Because I need to yeah, re-rewatch no. that as it is. Yeah, re-rewatch it. Mm. Yeah, no, and I need to carry on with my Voyager rewatch as well. Same. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to, to to discussing some of that. I've no idea what we spoke about last with uh, Voyager. I'll have to have a look through and see what it was. But yeah, no, really enjoyed that. So, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us, everyone. Uh, I, uh, nice. I hope, yeah, I hope that you've uh, uh, enjoyed having us back. It's been a long time, so I do apologise. But uh, and I'm sure that we'll be back again very, very soon. So thank Most you very definitely. much for listening, everyone. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins. And that's Trekmate. Space, the final frontier. Well, life as a geek is kind of laid back. Ain't nothing like an OS that I can't hack. I actually know the difference between PC and Mac. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. 
Well, every time it's on, I can't help myself. I set the DVR, even though they're on my shelf. I've seen them all many times. They're good for my health. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser. Got me a triple when Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, the vote's still out for Picard or Kirk. They both have their strong points. It all kind of work. One likes to talk and the other's just a jerk. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, the Enterprise-D looks like a lot of fun, but classic is old, 1701. Both had torpedoes and a phaser gun. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple, and Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Mr. Data, warp speed, please. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. Chocolate is a serious thing. Greed is the purest, most noble of emotions. Make it so. Well, there's TOS, TNG, DS9, and Voyager, you see. Enterprise and the cartoon series. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Too bold to go where no one's gone before. Going on adventures, strange new worlds, and more. I loved every hour I'm a trekking to the core. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple, and Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Beam me aboard. Energize. Energize. Yeah, the movies are good, the evil one's the best I watch them all, cause I like the rest Every single one puts the crew to the test Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy Now spending all my money on merchandise I bought another collectible against my wife's advice But seriously, to me, it's worth the price Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy I got me a phaser, got me a triple When Kirk's on the tube, I just have to giggle Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle I'm a Star Trek boy. Interface complete. Beat me up, Scotty. I can't get enough power, Captain. Turn the transporter room. Report. Ahead. Warp factor four. been listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready.
I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.